0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the Wisdom of Spirit with Rose and Winterbrook. It is Thursday evening again, and for those of you tuning in repeatedly for a repeated time, uh, we thank you for joining us every week here. And for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, thank you so much for being willing to check out the show. We're glad to have you here. Winterbrook. Hey, Rose. Hi, everyone. Hi. How are you? I'm um, great. Looking forward. Are you to, crazy uh, yet with Mercury retrograde and a holiday season? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah.
0: Mercury retrograde started early for me. Uh huh. Gemini or something, or Taurus, and half-started in Sag, which is my moon sign, and you're the astrology uh, expert, as between the two of us, anyway, and um, (laughs)
1: yeah. Right, between um, the two of us only. Um, (laughs) It's funny, because I watch these people, and friends of mine, everybody's losing it. Um, Because they have a lot of responsibilities during this time, family, friends, whatever, kids, uh, you know how that goes. And um, here I am, all on my own, and I'm in control of my own world, and there is no family. There are no kids. I'm having a lovely time. But but I just, I feel for everybody who is really trying to hold it together and do a million things, although that's your natural MO, so. Yeah, I know. It's really sad.
0: I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm always multitasking way too much But oh well I I look at it this way When I go to the afterworld and do my life review I won't be bored
1: Oh no Neither will anybody else <laughs> <laughs> Who happens to, to <laughs> share that with you over there <laughs> Because Yeah, you're amazing with that But um, This evening uh, For those of you who don't know The Wizard of Spirit here yeah, Let me just tell you what we do uh, every Thursday evening at 7 p.m., we're on, and we are um, we're your hosts, and we have a we offer a myriad of spiritual and metaphysical topics and insights to help uh, guide you in your day-to-day living. Some of our topics include psychic and mediumship chats, um, alternate healing modalities. We have a monthly meditation. We speak about gemstones and chakras and methods of divination like runes and tarot. Uh, we do dabble a little bit in astrology, uh, animal communication, and sometimes time we have a special guest. And you can find out more about myself, Rose, at www.readingswithrose.com. And my multitasking partner, you can find her at www dot winterbrookmedium.com, and please check out her calendar because she's always doing a million things in a million places, and you got to catch some of some of her stuff if you can live. She's fantastic. Um, so tonight we're going to be discussing giving back, acts of kindness, and paying it forward, and and that whole vibration. I don't feel that people know enough of what that vibration can do for you on your day-to-day living. It's, it's like, I don't think people realize, it's almost like they say when you forgive someone, do it for you. Because when you forgive someone, you're not doing it so much for them, but you're doing it for you. And the feeling that comes with that forgiveness is almost euphoric. And I think in a lot of ways when you give back or when you, you do an act of kindness or you pay something forward, you get sort of that same feeling. I find that giving is fantastic. I do a lot of counseling and a lot of readings where uh, people are like, well, you know, I don't understand love, and, and when am I going to get love? And I'll say, you have to understand one thing about love. It's not as has been said, a giving and a receiving. You do give, but it's more of a sharing. And you it's like you're giving, but you have to be like a waterfall and constantly like a waterfall constantly flows water. You have to constantly flow that vibration of giving. Give love, give compassion, give kindness give your time, you know, give consideration, respect. It's continual giving that really unlocks the doors to me for a happy life. Yeah, I'd like to add to that a little bit. That was a
0: beautiful way Love to it. summarize it. Absolutely. Um, also, being of service, and being of service is another form of giving. That's you know, um, mediums who've channeled uh, people living in the world of spirit uh, many of those beings uh, you know explain to us here that being there is all about being of service to others Um, you know down here you know we have other motivations survival being one of them um, in the physical form but in the world of spirit uh, they don't have those concerns, so the only drive and motivation up there is being of service. Now, of course, they do take time out to evolve, and then, of course, the more they evolve, uh, the more they can give and share. Like, as you pointed out, love is a sharing. Um, so in that, when you think about acts of kindness, giving, paying it forward, it is a form of being in service for others, uh, whether you are looking at it that way or not. So uh, does it have to be something magnanimous or expensive? No, it could be something as simple as letting somebody go ahead of you when you're driving, you know, being extremely courteous. It could be opening the door or holding the door for someone, giving them a smile. It could be taking a couple hours um, out of your life one time, it doesn't have to be weekly, but maybe you know, even once a year, and going to one of your favorite charities or, or you know, helping to serve meals at a homeless shelter, whether it's for a holiday or just a regular day. People have to eat 365 days a year. Uh, these types of uh, acts, acts of kindness, whether they're individual, as I said, from the smile to um, you know, putting some of your time with a, a charitable cause, what this happens actually ends up doing is it delights your soul whether you are in touch with your soul or not and it raises your vibration because that's what the soul is all about unconditional love and and service to others and showing compassion as rose mentioned so when you um set the intention to live your life this way and you don't have to do it 24 7. you know you, you do it when you can and it just, it does raise your vibration Because, you know, what you put out You attract back So you're putting out acts of kindness Acts of consideration Charity um, Benevolence And stemming from your heart Your hearts that are open in love That's what the universe is seeing You're putting out So that's, they're going to send a lot more to you Okay It's just the way it works
1: Yeah, it's like we're all magnets And I don't think anybody's ever stressed that before. I mean, they have here and there, but people don't grab that concept so readily, but we really are all magnets. If you want love, you vibrate to love. Love yourself, love other people, you will attract more love in your life. Uh, Same thing with giving and being charitable. If you are giving of yourself, giving of your time, if you are donating, um... That's going to come back to you. There was that quote by Muhammad Ali, which I love, and he said, service to others is the rent you pay for your room here on Earth. So if you're here on Earth and you're breathing and you're alive, uh, your contribution for your spot here should be service to others. He was he was a great man. Yes. Uh I mean, yeah, it doesn't take a lot of time. Like you know, volunteer. You could volunteer an hour a week someplace, or you know, um, give donations to your your favorite uh, charity. If there's a charity that you uh, you want to back or support, by all means. I had a client last night who came in, and we got talking about. Well, it's funny because they had come on a. Um, Donated gift certificate. They had some kind of function at the hospital. And I donated four gift certificates. And they had one, yeah, they had one, two of them. And we got talking about this girl does some work with this Alzheimer's um, foundation. And I told her, I said, send me an email, put me in touch because my mom passed from Alzheimer's and I like to be as active as possible. Uh, with the Alzheimer's research and the cause of Alzheimer's um, finding a cure. So I said definitely put me in touch and I'll donate some gift certificates for if they have a function or a fundraiser or, you know, raffles, and I'm in it. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so Yeah. Sweet. If, yeah, if there's something you really like and you want to get behind, I'm also a big advocate of, of wolves and the wolf conservatory, so I donate to them. Whatever your you know your passions are. And that's they find summer. that people who live actually live longer and have happier lives, if you're giving and donating and if you're of service, you um you really keep depression at bay.
0: Yes, and that was actually that's a the great um transition into this the the conversation, because I was just about to share, um, you know, I teach mediumship development, and this, I I do seasonal, so the fall session, which just recently ended, um, in the beginning we had a student, and the second week she came to class, um, she was quite agitated and distraught, and I didn't know what was wrong, and she, she had me. Go with her. We had to step aside after the class. She had a call to find out if her son was dead or alive. She had put in; he was out of state. She hadn't heard from him. So um, the sheriff's department had done a well uh, well check, and they called her back. She got the voicemail just as she pulled up to my office for class. And unfortunately, um, as she had suspected and was you know very concerned about, they did find him deceased, which was quite devastating. So uh, he was a young man, 35 years old, veteran, and um, part of her journey through her bereavement, because she recently lost her husband as well, uh, less than a year ago, so she's got a one-two hit here, um, is that she's been volunteering at causes, good, you know, charities, making donations, or giving of her time. In memory of her son and her husband, this is one of the one part of uh, her system of working through the grief. You know, she's also sitting in bereavement groups and and um, working that aspect too. But I find that a number of people who are grieving, when they do that, it really you can see it really really helps them. It's such a positive tool in your grief toolbox not everybody's capable of it following a loss okay but this would be a tool that many could utilize and what was kind of neat was that the particular once a year the classes I run we focus on platform mediumship where you get up in front of an audience and uh, the students then are given the opportunity to give a student mediumship demonstration and we invite non-students to attend, so people, you know, not their classmates and people they've never met before. It's a little scary sometimes to get up in front of a crowd to do mediumship. And um, what I do is I let them choose one charity, and then we, it's like $10 to come, right? And then we donate all the money to whatever charity the group of uh, working medium students are selecting. So this year they happened to select uh, American Vet Dogs which is a charity that uh, trains and matches uh, veterans and first responders uh, who are in need of service dogs, whether it be for blindness, seizures, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression. And um, it turns out that this young man who died, um, he had wanted to get A uh, PTSD, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder dog, and had waited so long, and the papers kind of got stuck at the Veterans Administration, because, you know, a lot of his problems came from serving two tours, and um, so this was just so wonderful, because, um, you know, in his memory, you know, it might have been something that really made a difference. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but at least going forward, now we've donated to a a charity um, to help. Gentlemen, just or women, just like this young man, and perhaps you know avoid another consequence. So, like, well, the reason I relayed on that was just that you know using giving and and volunteering to work through your own grief.
1: It does. It's a great tool. Oh, definitely. As a matter of fact, it's funny you touch on that because this uh, young lady and her mom who came um, yesterday for reading, they lost the the husband and the father first, and then they lost one of her younger brothers after that, and then they lost some more, and they just went through a period of time where they kept losing, um, you know, family members, and it was very devastating, and I believe that, that prompted the daughter to start working with these grief groups, with these different um, places that help people get through grieving. And it's wonderful because she said, you know, you do finally, little by little, you finally do get through it. And when other people see that you've gotten through it, then they know there's hope for them. Oh, you mean in the bereavement groups? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I always encourage people to, to look into that, you know, uh, if they come to me and, and they are uh, deeply grieving losses, you know, of their loved ones. But um, in addition to those, this she's the, the client I spoke with today, the former student, um, utilizing volunteering and charitable work as a tool in her healing of her grief. I have seen that done by others. And it really focuses them. I have a a woman I know, and I used to bring through her daughter um, who perished in a car accident at at the age of 18. And um, what really helps motivate this woman is every year she holds uh, a big fundraiser and then uses the proceeds um, to, A, uh, purchase classroom, uh, like notebooks or crayons or, you know, I can't use, that's menopause, I can't find the word, for uh, special needs because they they're, they need a bigger budget that the school doesn't give them. And then the other half, she sets up a uh, scholarship for a student in the name of her deceased daughter. So her ability to give out the scholarships once a year, honoring her daughter, and then seeing the good that the other half of the fund's, um, help the classrooms for the special needs students because her other child's special needs is just uh, so uplifting and it really gives her motivation and it's helping with the grief and healing of it. I mean, the grief is still
1: there, but it does help. That's great. That is great. Um, we have a caller here. Let's see i can work this microphone. Um, A.C. you on the air with Rose and Winterbrook. Who are we speaking with? Uh, Catherine, I would just call them to listen in. Oh, okay, I saw a little question mark. You must have hit the one, and that's our indication that the person online has a question. But if you would just like to listen, that's fine too. Um. Are you all doing readings today or are you not? Oh, sure. Catherine. Oh, we're always doing readings. Oh well, I wanted a reading, but I I didn't know if I could do it or not. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to do a reading. Okay. Yeah,
0: basically what
1: we do here is it's not like a full reading, but you can ask a question you'd like us to read for you. Um, do it look like things might get better for me in 2017, uh, based more on the romantic side? Looking for love in 2017, huh? Yeah. Okay. When's your birthday, honey? 22, 1963. Okay. Well, I can tell you, it's going to get, things are going to pick up not a whole lot. You're going to have a little bit of a bump up. Um, I feel that. This is a time for you to do a lot of work on yourself, but coming into, I'd say, middle of March going forward, so really, January, February, do as much work on yourself as you can. Put the focus totally on you, and then in March, you can, you can lighten up and, and start, you know, peeping around to see who's coming towards you, because there will be uh, romantic opportunities coming towards you starting in March. And I think they really take hold in June. And in June, you have an opportunity to actually get into a, a relationship or two. Okay. By June, you'll have a choice. There'll be two people coming, and you'll you'll be able to make a choice. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. How about so five So hang minutes in there, that. and while you're doing that, make sure that you're always working on yourself, you know. And, um... Uh, Make yourself a better person and learn as much as you can. There's nothing wrong with bettering or or being the best you can be. And as we work on doing that, um, the love thing happens. Sometimes we concentrate too much on the love thing and we don't see what we have to do for ourselves. So make okay. yourself your top priority. The love will come. Thank you. Hey, Kathy. You're welcome. Are you still with us, Kathy? Uh-huh
0: um, I have a female stepping forward From spirit Who wants to be acknowledged Okay Would you understand a grandmother In spirit Yes Okay, okay yes. She's been chomping at the bit While Rose was giving you a lovely reading the first Oh thing my she God tell, the, she, the way she announced herself Was tell her to go out more She needs to get out more um, oh. And then I was kind of tuning in And who's coming in and a lot of love coming out in through uh, in for you. Um, now this woman, I want to put her about five five. Okay. Bingo, got the same thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, you'll learn. Don't ask me why, but I get heights. Of course, that did not work when I was in England, and they use centimeters. <laughs> but anyway, okay. so, um, so I, I see she was about five foot five, and. Um, She's showing me herself that she was a bit older um, when she passed, and I feel that she passed from illness. Would you understand that about Grandma? Yes. Okay. um, Now, one of the things she wants to tell you is that she's full of vim and vigor again. She's back to her feisty self because your grandmother (laughs) was a feisty woman, okay? (laughs) Okay. Uh she did get a bit beat up though with the uh, illness at the end uh she had a strong faith, but she was tired yeah all right so um and she was quite happy to see her mama when she trans- uh uh, uh passed into spirit now um she say you gotta shake a leg on something. Now, this is I not romance. Le- You've got to shake a leg on something. And I, this is, Grandma's not talking about the romance part of your life. Are you holding uh-huh. back on something in any, you know, another part of your life?
1: Um, well, I'm coming to be more spiritual, and I'm looking that way, but I'm not where I need to be yet. All uh, right, well, this is I what need- Grandma's
0: saying. She's saying she, you need to shake a leg on that. And this may tie in with Rose's reading because Rose was getting that you need to focus on yourself for the next couple months. Perhaps, uh-huh. perhaps it's your spiritual side you need to focus on because as you do, if you change any of your beliefs that you currently hold or understandings, right down to you know, not thinking you deserve as, as uh, more than you have, okay, you, you kind of mm-hmm. settle. Does that make any sense, Kathy? You don't see your full worth is what i'm getting from your grandmother she sees how wonderful you are you don't Um, Uh. okay so this is kind of what rose was coming at and grandma saying you need to shake a little bit your leg on that and when you start down the spiritual path one of the things you do is you recognize the divinity within you all right and you can hopefully see yourself uh you know in with softer eyes and more loving kindness this in will in turn will attract
1: a different type of fellow.
0: Okay. Okay. Do
1: you see? it also, it probably it feels like something that you started because I'm also my guys are using the word, stop procrastinating. That you really know what you're supposed to be doing and you started it, but you're dragging and you're procrastinating. You're putting it off. You're you're either making excuses or your focus is not on this. That. You don't feel that this is important enough, but believe me, it is. So. Okay. I like so, to know the spiritual side that's coming through me and dreams and stuff. Is it coming through through her? You're always
0: around, but you have a couple of guides that work with you. And the other thing that's coming through, um, sometimes you're getting a nightmare here or there.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
0: All right, that's your fears. Understand that's not that's not the afterlife or anything about that. They're working on you to get some of your deep-seated fears and doubts to be to rise up so that you can see them, acknowledge them, and release them. Wow. All right. So do not be upset by any bad dreams you have. Merely jot down what you remember, and even if it's two words, it's really there to show you uh, what you need to release. And it's all okay. about helping you see the divinity within you and how wonderful and beautiful you are. Wow. Okay? So I wish you a very happy holiday season, and thank you for calling.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Have a beautiful holiday, sweetie. Thank you. bye all Okay. Okay. A message. I love working
0: yeah, with you, was, Rose.
1: Huh? Nah, what? I said I love working with you, Rose. I love Same with you Same here. It's funny we're when together. you said five five before you said it. My guide showed me five five, and when you said it, I'm like bingo, yeah. <laughs> um, Winterbrook, you are going to be at the Oceanside Library in January on the 11th, correct? Oh yes, I have my calendar actually up. Time, I just so. want to get that out there because yes, I have been perusing your calendar. What's uh,
0: also, up. January 9th, if you're located around Holbrook, I'm going to be doing I'm the guest for the White Light 1111 uh, Relax Me Monday series, which is um, meditation and a topic. So my topic obviously is mediumship that I'll be speaking about and uh, demonstrating, as well as uh, giving um, guided meditation and that is Monday, January 9th from 7 to 8.30. I think it's $20. You, you register through them, but the information's on my calendar. Oceanside uh, Library, is, as Rose mentioned, is 11, 111, uh, January 11th, and that's free to attend. It's a mediumship discussion where I explain what it is and then demonstrate it, but you do need to call the library to make sure seats are available because patrons come first and then the general public. Um, the 31st, I'm scheduled to be back at the Voice of the Soul Healing, but that's already sold out. That's sold out in hours. I was shocked. They love me. I love them. Um, I mean, and then, they love
1: Terry. I mean, it's, it's a love thing. <laughs> oh, God, I love working
0: there. Um, they blow my mind, though. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, and then February 13th, I'll be at Westbury memorial public library again it's free to attend but you must oh you'll be in my backyard! yay yes so hopefully you'll be free and not working that monday night and we'll see your beautiful energy and vibration
1: fill up the room yes i i I hope so sometimes i take mondays off you know so it's like yeah good possibility wonderful and you're at the oceanside library also right on the 11th that's january
0: 11th yes Right, January 11th, yeah. Cool. And And then May, of course, is the big, big, big. I'm so excited. We have Sandy Ingham coming over from the UK. She's a spirit artist, transmedia. And when is that? She uh, will be doing a joint program with me at the Eyes of Learning on Friday, May 19th, where she
1: will. We're in May already. Slow down, Gemini. Slow down. Going
0: to be a big event. Now, she's coming from the UK, you know, she's not here all the time. She goes into trance and draws, like I was just, you know, how we were just on with Kathy and I was bringing her grandma through. Well, as I'm doing that, uh, Sandy is on the stage in full trance. She goes to sleep and they use her hands and they draw a portrait of that grandma. So, it is so cool. So she'll be we'll be doing the eyes of learning in Hicksville on Friday the nineteenth and then we'll be doing a smaller, more intimate affair at my office on the twenty third.
1: we're talking about the month, of May, right? May, yes.
0: I've already got people no. signing up, so it's not really that outrageous to mention it.
1: <laughs> right. Um I had I had a friend of mine, she passed away but uh, she was an artist. And she was the sister of the actress, Catherine Damon, who years ago was in many um, soap operas, I believe, and whatever. And she did a portrait of all my spirit guides. And she oh, would just yeah. sit with you, and she would hold the piece of your jewelry or whatever you wanted to give her to hold while she did this drawing. I think the drawings were chalk. And she did all of my spirit guides. It was amazing. Isn't it cool? And, and you know
0: what's nice? You got to keep that drawing, right? Well,
1: I did, however, you know as well as I do, oh, Winter, that when you have fire. animals, you need to be unconditionally forgiving and loving. My cats ruined it. And,
0: um, oh
1: well, but I have it emblazoned in my mind forever, so, you know. Okay. Yeah, but it was a wonderful thing. Those, those drawings of hers were absolutely beautiful. And, uh,. Confirmed a lot of what I knew. I had seen the guys, you know, the people that she had drawn, and it was it was amazing, totally amazing. So this is Sandy's got to be mind-blowing, so I'm looking forward to that in May. Yeah. Great. Cool. And then, of course, we have our meditation here every first Thursday of the month. So that will be on January 5th, meditation time here. And, uh, yeah, we're just rolling right along. From what I'm seeing, people are enjoying the show, so, um, yeah, and there are no more callers in line, but we can also talk about how, how you know, giving back and, and doing acts of kindness, that also can help you build a resume, and I'm sure you with two teenage girls know that and and, you know, help them with their resumes and whatever. And that's a part that that really does kind of fill out your resume and and lets prospective employers know who you are what you're about what you you know what you do you mean the service
0: to the community service
1: um community, yeah whatever kind of community service you do volunteer work yeah
0: absolutely actually you know most high school now um you know, it used to just be the honor societies, but now a lot of the high schools around our country are actually requiring a certain amount of community service in order to graduate. It's a graduation requirement on top of your English and your math, which I think is fabulous.
1: Oh, yeah, that's great.
0: I mean, I'm always a big, a big advocate of um, service above self. I used to be very heavily involved with the Rotary Club and um, that's a philanthropic organization. You get local members of the community that join or people that do business in that community, and they um, do service. It's, it's to network, but it's not business. It's to meet other nice, um, respectable people and then work together to uh, provide for local needs, regional needs, and international needs. So I was heavily involved, and I really focused on international, and my thing was we uh, called Gift of Life, and we brought uh, several hundred children over to Long Island for open-heart surgery. And um, during my little tenure there, I think we did, oh, at least 150 kids over uh, four years that I was doing it that, you know, were able to come here and most of them received corrective heart surgery and that enabled them to have full lives. So. Wow, that's wonderful. That, that's, um, yeah, that was a great, great program. <clears throat> but anyway, um, there's all kinds of need uh, in your local community. Even, you know, running a, a toy drive around the holidays or a coat drive in the fall going into the winter, um, something like that. I have, a, I know a woman, another Rotarian, she does a shoe drive, and it got so popular. I think she collects almost 20,000 pairs of shoes every year. You, you, you give her your old shoes, and there's this soul for soul down in New Jersey. She gets a truck, and they load up these shoes. They drive them down there, and these shoes are then um shipped out to uh, lower-income communities in the States as well as, like, in countries in Africa where they don't have shoes. So uh, your shoes that are a little worn out that you don't want to wear anymore, somebody would be uh, thrilled to have. So there you go. That's another way, you know, donate your shoes instead of putting them in the garbage. Um, These are all different acts of kindness that... um, you can participate in which will brighten the lives of others and hopefully make you feel good and raise your vibration.
1: Yeah, I mean I I've heard of there are one or two pizza places where people go in, they get their one or two slices of pizza and then they pay for either one or two slices of pizza for someone else, a homeless person or somebody who needs food or what and I forgot what they call it, but It goes up on this board, and somebody who can't afford to eat or buy food or whatever, if they're hungry, they can go in there. They can pull one of these uh, little slips of paper off the board, bring it to the counter, and get a slice or two of pizza on some other kind, compassionate person. There's another place that sells coffee, and it's called Coffee to Go. And the same principle, you walk in and say, do you have any to-go coffee, and They'll give you a cup of coffee on the house because somebody had previously paid for it. Oh, cool. I haven't heard of that. I I know the one where you drive through Starbucks. I I don't do that, but
0: um, I I like 7-Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm a coffee snob. And (laughs) you pay for the person behind you. I've heard of that. I see that a lot. Uh,
1: Oh, you can do that at Starbucks?
0: Apparently they do, like, because the, there's drive-through Starbucks in the area. So I see in the mom's group,
1: somebody yeah, pays for a coffee
0: and then they turn around and pay for the person behind them. So it's pretty cool. You know, and even these silly things, you never know what someone's going through. You know, they could be going through the most huge drama of their life, and to, but um, they show the outside world that everything is okay. And, oh, big, um, um, Yeah. You're doing the silly little act of kindness. You have no idea the impact it could have for that person. It, it and you know, a lot of the turning.
1: people. Yeah, a lot of people. They will not ask for help or tell anyone, "Hey, I'm 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 down on my luck. I've got no money. I'm really in dire straits," because they don't want to lose face. with the changes more of that. Yeah, I'm trying to I something else the other I mean, I'm seeing it, you know, here and there. It's like spotty. It's here, then it's there, then but uh we need more of it, much more of it. Look at this thing with Standing Rock. I mean, those people it's all volunteer. They're all war protectors. They're all peacefully praying. They're not doing anything aggressive. The donations that have come in for that cause are unbelievable. Oh, I know what it was. I read a story the other day about uh, a man who he has a woman, she worked for him for I don't know how many years, um, many years. And she had a bout with cancer and never missed a day's work, even through chemotherapy and everything. And he noticed that for about a week or two she had been coming in late. So he didn't want to she said this is this is amazing. She comes to her boss and says, You have to, you know, hire somebody else because I'm always coming in late. You need somebody who can be here on time. And he was like, I don't wanna hire anybody else, you know. So he went out and he bought the woman a car and he finally presented the car to her. He said, here, yeah, so, so you won't get here late. Her mother, I think, used to take her to work, and then her mother um, couldn't drive her anymore. So the man donated a car to his employee because he she did such a good job. He didn't want to hire anybody else. He wanted her to stay, so he gave her a car. Wow. That's an amazing story. That is. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, you just gotta keep giving it's uh it's a good thing. Let me check and see. Oh, nobody
0: in the chat room. Somebody wants to chat with us, winter. Oh well, <laughs> it was right before before Christmas and hanukkah so yeah. uh I know i mean there was I was at the school for the concert last night, and I had to drop Dakota off for another one tonight and pick her up after the show but she's um, just watching. She's not performing. Um it's that time of year. But yeah, uh, it is.
1: Like I said, it's it's you know, I'm I'm cool. I'm not really affected, but people are going crazy. Um busy, busy, busy,
0: busy. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know what I'm hearing a lot of uh people are kind of getting disgusted with the season because there's so many people that are rushing around or they're angry basically because they're overstressed and trying to get too much done. Um, And this is where we have to kind of open our eyes and look around and, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. Uh, The acts of kindness that, you know, we're talking about in tonight's show, this is the perfect time uh, to start extending those and paying it forward. Uh, I love this time of the year because it's not only about, you know, gifting the children under the tree – with the presence uh, from Santa, but, you know, this is when I say thank you. I think the postman, I think the garbage man, with the little cards, with, you know, little gifts just to show appreciation for a job well done. It's like a season of gratitude for me where, we, you know, this is the time we extend our, our thanks for uh, such great work, The past year, our hairdressers, or you know, if you go to the nail salon a lot, the nail people. So all around, there is a lot of um, gratitude and the giving to express gratitude and to say, "Yes, I'm so happy you're a part of my life uh, and in my interactions." And we should kind of like tune into that frequency, all right? And then try our best to just send out more to kind of over. Or saturate or transform all the um, stressed out, angry. The other time, you know, we have, the other things we have to be sensitive about, and um, this time of the year is it becomes very difficult for many people who are coping with loss and grief. So, ultimate act of kindness, you know, be have your ears open and your eye, ears and eyes open. Is there somebody who is alone um extended it you know if you're you're having a family dinner- you know for the holidays invite people that you you know be aware who doesn't have somewhere to go as they say uh don't don't erect fences, grow your table um, so I encourage people to think about that because sometimes we get so lost in the preparations we may not realize somebody that we really care about. <clears throat> Um, you know, doesn't have plans for the holidays because there is no family around. So be aware of that and extend the invite. They may or may not accept it, but, you know, do that. Every year I have different people coming for my holiday dinners. I'm always like, are you doing anything? Are you doing anything? I have lots of food. (laughs) So, um, but... That's always important. And then just do the little things. That woman who looks completely stressed out, if she's got a couple of kids and she's struggling with packages, hold the door open. You know, give her a smile. offer to help. You you have no idea the impact that you may have on her for the rest of the day. Uh, Maybe, you know, it will calm her down. She won't have a car accident or set off a, a, a chain of events like the butterfly effect. You know the butterfly effect?
1: I've heard of it, yeah.
0: All right, what that what is it's is like um, totally it's a little cool, it for metaphysical reasons. They had this study called the Butterfly Effect, and then it was looked at metaphysically, so it's a little bit of a twist. Uh, what the Butterfly Effect says is that a butterfly could flap its wings in Japan, Southeast Asia, and you would, you know, as the wings flap, it creates a breeze. The breeze creates a wind and then the waves and basically creates a hurricane or a storm when it gets to the U.S i I'm off the cuff here, given the definition, so it's a little um yeah not not you know they 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 explained it a little bit nicer than I just did, but that's the idea so now apply it metaphysically or spiritually someone who's extremely upset about something, you extend yourself in an act of kindness, whether it's to hold the door, help them pick up their drops packages, you know whatever little thing it is. This restores some faith for them in the kindness of others for just that moment, and that may be all they need um, to calm them down so they don't get behind a car and they're so upset they act you know they, they they have an accident okay, and the accident triggers the death of someone or an injury all right so it sounds kind of silly but it has no,
1: but it's merit. almost
0: like some much needed exhale you it, know it's it has merit to it if we if we extend kindness and compassion to people that you know these strangers just you never know the extent of the effect of 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 your act of kindness, you know, smiling to that person who's thinking about committing suicide because they are so despondent, maybe all they need. To say, hey, somebody cares about me. That person just smiled. It sounds silly true. and foolish when I say it, but it's, it's actually true. I've heard stories. That was, It was just that it gave them hope for another hour or two, and then something else happened, and then it turned around. So right. exactly. that's why, you know, walking the walk, talking the talk, incorporate doing acts of kindness, whether it's the smile, whether it's volunteering at a favorite charity that you have, if, whether it's sporadic because your time is, is short with, with family obligations or work obligations, or it's, you know, regular. You know, one year you might do five hours in the year. The next year you have an easier schedule. You donate ten hours.
1: You do what you and can. And that's another thing, you know, again, it's it, that competition factor or that, that judgment Like years ago, don't worry about what other people think. If all you can handle is an hour a week or, you know, two days a month, whatever you want to go, just do whatever you can do. As as it says in the Four Agreements, just do your best. Your best is perfect. Your best is fine. Your best is not what someone else says your best is. So... You know, don't worry about it. Just give what you can give. Anything that you can give is is fine. I mean, when you think about it, um, when people give donations, everybody would like to give maybe a $20, $25 donation or $10 donation. It doesn't really matter because 3 million pennies, if if 3 million people all put up one penny, you know, would amount to a much larger sum in total. But on an individual basis, it looks very small. Yeah. Like I always say, there's power in numbers, so the more the numbers rise, it doesn't matter what's being done individually, but the higher the numbers rise, the more people that pitch in, you know, the better it is. Absolutely. You know, that the you have people sometimes get
0: those big water jugs, and they throw their pocket change at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, I have water a water jug. Bowl. Right, okay So, you know, throwing the change in To the donation um, Box of a charity It adds
1: up, just like you're saying Yeah, you don't think about it What I do is when I'm out and I'm making change You know, at different stores And I throw it in my pocketbook at the bottom And then when I come home When I step into my, my house from the garage I scoop up the change from the bottom of the pocketbook and I throw it in my big pretzel jar. Yeah, very easy. You do it without thinking. Yep. And any charity would be glad to have that money because, trust me, in the end, when it's full, it is a couple of hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So
0: whether it's you can donate some funds, you can donate some time, um, you could just be polite and courteous to strangers who may need it. And they, in turn, that puts them in a better state of mind for every single person they interact with, with the rest of, in the rest of the day, paying it forward. Exactly. There's so many ways you can extend those acts of kindness, and you're doing it out of your heart, uh, and then also reaping the benefits because you're sending out very high vibrational energy when you do acts of and And they've also found that
1: it is very good for your heart to do these things. It's really good for your physical heart. Oh,
0: yes, absolutely. Well, you know, it's uh, when you're constantly angry um, or sad or all these negative emotions are part of the human Uh, Psyche of course But uh, it does It creates chemicals in the body And that um, helps age you And lowers your immune system They say what is it Um, A laugh a day uh, You know Raises your immune system So um, so much higher Than if you don't I'm reading a study somewhere Unfortunately I don't have it at my fingertips So (laughs) that's the idea behind it I'm not quoting it exactly I apologize but
1: um No, I've yeah, heard I heard that you laugh every day. You should laugh every day yeah. I mean there there are so many things to laugh about but uh my mom was great for that though, you know, you come on, laugh it's like there's nothing to laugh about, there's always something to laugh about. My mother was so serious it was like, Oh, come on, please But um yeah, no, you can find something to laugh about every day. Sometimes when I'm in a low mood, I'll look for a comedy to watch because that'll, that will just, like, lifts you up by both arms and picks you up immediately, so. But uh, we are coming down to the wire here, almost 8. So I want to thank everybody who has tuned in this evening. Uh, we do have somebody in the chat room. Thank you for visiting, person in the chat room, and uh, we're glad you're here. And hope you enjoy the show. And um, we will be back next week in between the holidays. Oh my God! Uh, next Thursday well, we're going to be talking resolutions and intention.
0: Yeah, So think and about the resolutions because I'm actually I'm a big advocate. I know some people say, "Oh, I'm not going to set resolutions." Well, I like to tap into the group, um, the mental thoughts, and intentions of the group. And there's so many people out there that are setting intentions to improve themselves, their New New Year's resolution, that creates an energy. And, like, tap into it not only to strengthen it, but to help strengthen you. You don't have to have the same resolution as your neighbor, but if you're both resolved to create or make a change, that's an energy wave.
1: And that's where I disagree with Yoda because Yoda with his there is no try. I'm like, you little green weirdo. Of course there's try. If you don't try, you don't get anywhere. You don't know if you're gonna succeed if you don't try. So why Rose, are you saying there is no Rose, try? You have to try. Rose? Mm-hmm. Yoda yeah. Yoda was a movie character.
0: I know by a writer. Don't worry about what But you Yoda know how said. many
1: people are into that movie? <laughs> of course okay, you have. They to
0: you know very few children very few children stand up from the the horizontal position as babies and instantly walk. There are a couple that do. But most exactly. young babies, toddlers get up, fall down, get up, fall down, get up,
1: fall down and so on. I mean that thing they they never forget anybody anywhere. And the funniest thing is years ago, many years ago I said to my ex-husband, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to try it again and I'm going to lose weight. His remark to me was, you're always trying, but you never, you know, you never do it. Well, you know what? That year, I lost 110 pounds. Wow. I tried, and that's how I did it. And um, that was that. So always try. Always put it out there. Always put the intention out there. There's nothing wrong with it. And as Winterbrook said, you know, it it meets up with the collective consciousness and you all become that one big vibration. So, go for it. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays to everyone for this coming weekend. Stay safe, be loved, and enjoy the magic. Yes, everyone,
0: please do. Blessings to everyone for a wonderful, wonderful holiday season.
1: We'll be back next week, so... Have a great time, Dave. Blessings to all.